Welcome to a very special edition of the Catholic Man Show. Adam Minahan here. Dave is not. Sans Dave. We have a more, uh, well, I was going to say something. I, I, I was exotic, exotic. I, I was going to actually say exotic, and I was like, yeah, maybe I won't say that. Well, I say so. It's okay. Okay. Well, we have the Juan Posada in studio in front of the camera tonight. He's normally behind us directly over here. For those who actually go, like, come into our studio and see it, they the first thing they say is, "Wow, it's a lot smaller than what I thought," and then they thought, then they say. I thought Juan was like way over there, like, <laughs> but he's just right there. Uh, yes, and yes. so like Juan can almost basically high five Dave uh, from where he's sitting. At least a solid fist bump. That I can a solid do yeah, easily. Solid fist bump. Uh, but Dave is on his one month vacation that he always takes in the summertime that I, we always give him a hard time for. And so instead of waiting for a full month, we decided, you know what? I'm just gonna let Juan come on with me. We're gonna hang out. I enjoy this. Yeah, is David is well, like- we just started, so we'll see if you actually enjoy it. Okay. I have high hopes. Well, Not too high though. Good. Reasonably high. Yeah, David is like- Reasonably high. He's like a, a teacher. You know, they have like the summer off. Right, yeah. Except that he doesn't have a teacher's salary. So it's like win, 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 win. Yeah, he's just winning all of it. Yeah. He, he's like, we can't stop winning. <laughs> we must keep going. Indeed. Well, let's toast. Okay, well, tell them what we're drinking. Oh, today we are, we'll be drinking wild turkey, rare breed, barrel proof. It's going to be spicy. It's going to be strong. It's going to be strong, uh, almost like, like me. So... We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass and cheers. Cheers to Jesus. Yes. So this is going to be very spicy. It's going to be very strong. It's barrel proof. It is rare breed wild turkey. Like you said, it's 58.4%. That's 116.8 proof. Mm. Ooh, you know, it's pretty mellow. Really? Yeah. It reminds me of like a buffalo trace. Really? I enjoy medium length finish. I think especially compared with how strong the wild turkey regular is. Well, this is stronger than the wild tur turkey regular. No, I, I mean like the bite, the kick in the face. Okay. I, I feel like the regular wild turkey has a pretty strong kick in the face. This is significantly smoother than the regular wild turkey. I'll have to take your word on it. I don't, I'm not a big wild turkey guy. I don't drink a whole lot of wild turkey, but uh, they're barrel proof. I typically like because it's a very good, I actually like to make uh, old fashions with, with, with this. I'm a big old fashioned fan with, with wild turkey. So, uh, but it's good. It, it, it's a very decent uh, bourbon. Yes, yes. I, my go-to cocktail for bourbon is Kentucky Meals. I was going to say Moscow meal, but it's, but it's Kentucky, it's Kentucky meal. So it's just bourbon, you know, you know what I, ginger beer and lime. And it's just, Ooh, hits the spot. You know me. what I had the other day? I've never had it before, but it was, uh, at a uh, smoke. Have you been to smoke in Tulsa? Yes. So they have this thing is it is uh, cold brew, iced coffee, soda water, uh, whiskey, 
simple syrup and a little bit of lemon juice and like it sounds pretty gross yeah but it was delicious it was delicious huh and i'd never had it before this soda throws me off a little bit the soda water me too but it gives it this yeah. little carbonation that it's actually kind of nice okay okay so the reason why we're here though this evening is here's the deal imagine imagine a podcast was wanting to give away five hundred dollars worth of of dad stuff of catholic dad things cinco 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 quinientos imagine that and then imagine entering it and winning and then not telling us where to send the stuff nada this is what has happened silence we have not been able to deliver on the cat the catholic mantra father's day giveaway which was the yeti cooler uh with the yeti rambler with uh Catholic Mancho Glen Karen glasses. The coasters, the yeah. wood, yeah, I mean, hand carved. Yeah, the the plank, the uh yes. the case pocket knife, books. Guadaway, yeah, from Catholic Answers. Mucha Catholic, books. Yeah, three three Catholic Answers books. I mean, we had a ton of stuff. We had five hundred dollars worth of stuff. We we're trying to give it away, and you guys won't wouldn't take it. And so uh we're going to announce a new winner for that. And then also one of the walnut plank flight boards and four Catholic Mancho Glen Karen glasses uh, for the secondary winner Irma never responded so we're mm. going to give away one for the grand prize winner we're going to give one for the second place winner and then we're going to announce a winner for our 25 and up dollar patrons we're going to give away a hardback copy of the Summa Theologica mm. and then we're going to give away a Catholic Mancho hat to any $10 or one of our $10 patrons so we're going to give a lot away. And then, I don't know, maybe whatever you're going to say next will be, or, you know, whatever topic you may want to talk about while we're here. Okay. We'll see. We might as well. Yeah, I'm very excited about giving away that Summa Theologica because it's almost like you're bestowing on somebody's the, you know, you don't have it's the like excuse the to the Bible, say, the catechism, and then like, boom, the Summa. Yeah. So it's like, some people look at it and it's like, I just don't want to spend the money. Well, now you don't have to spend the money, and now it's in your power to actually read it. Mm -hmm. So guess what? You're out of excuses now. Right. So, okay. So you ready? You wanna you wanna pick the the two the two winners for our giveaway? Yes. Let's do that. Let's go. Let's go 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 go. Okay, hold on. Don't announce the name because I gotta make sure that I we announce the right ones. Okay. So Judy Sizemore. Judy Sizemore has won the Catholic Man Show Yeti Cooler and $500 worth of stuff. My, my. Judy Sizemore. We're going to email you. Please respond within a week. Hopefully you do. And we can give it to you. Otherwise, we're going to have to pick another winner. This happened last year, too. Like It's so weird. Like You would think if you signed up for something, you were getting all pumped about it. You would think you'd be aware of the winners. Something tells me Judy is going to pull through. Because okay. she, she has an AOL account, and if you have an AOL account, you are on top of your game. <laughs> you are, like, dead focused and serious in your email. So, Judy, okay. Judy you have you a win. very lucky husband or father or son. Yes. Or you can Or maybe it. you're just being, yeah, maybe you're just going to keep it yourself. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, the other one is Kim McNamee. 
Kim McNamee won the flight board. Uh, Walnut flight board with four Catholic man show Glen Karen glasses to go with it. So, um, I really hope you guys respond to us. If you don't, within a week, we will announce another winner next week. And I'll still be here because David will still be in his hiatus. Yes. So, so okay. So, if you want to see me again, don't answer. That's a steep price to pay Is this? for wanting me to see me. Okay. One, will you grab uh, one of the books of the Summa Theologica so that way just people can see it so that we know that that one, th this will be my copy. But I have, I'm rolling around right now uh, all across the diocese uh, or all across Tulsa. Sorry, that's just habit of saying diocese. Um, with 10 copies of the Summa Theologica in my car. <laughs> um, so the Summa, St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, all, there's five of, you know, five hardback for the complete set. You will get all five. Uh, it's around $225 to $250. Uh, we're going to send it to you for free. One of our 25 or up Catholic Man Show patrons, if you want to support our show. Listen, we, we give away stuff all the time. Jim just gave away a... a, a a gift box full a of Catholic sweet, Man Show stuff. A sweet. Uh, without, you know, he just did it. We didn't know about it until afterwards, which is fine. We, we're going to start doing that more regular. We just start sending stuff to you guys. So, um, yeah, that's the thing when you have so many initiatives throughout time, you accumulate all this stuff in your closets and it's sweet merchandise. So we might as well share the love. Okay. Number 62 is the winner. So let's see who number 62 is. Number 62 is Denny Hahn. Oh, -hoy. Denny Hahn has won. And he is a, uh, okay, so he's out of Georgia. Georgia. And he's been a patron for, uh, for quite a while. All right, Denny. So Denny, Denny Congratulations. wins. Denny wins. Uh, oh, there's no hats in here. I was going to grab a hat. I should have been more prepared. So Denny won the the Summa. I will let him know. Um, he would definitely he would definitely respond. I know this to be to be for sure. Uh, okay, so 100 and then 190 is where we're going to go. So uh, 190 there. So we're going to generate 178. Ooh. 178 is Joey McGarra. Joey McGarra. You're going to wait. You're going to, we're going to send you. He's out of Arkansas. Good old Arkansas boy. He's going to send you a Catholic Mancho hat. We're going to send you the camo one. I think anything that's appropriate. Oh, yep. I forgot that we're actually doing minutos, Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that we were actually doing it. Okay. Well, we're not going anywhere. We're just going to keep going. This is not going to be on the radio, so we don't have to worry about breaks, which is nice. We have muted. given away everything that we were planning on giving away this evening. Jim is just waiting for us to give this stuff away. It feels weird not saying we'll be right back. We'll be right here. So don't change the YouTube video. There you go. Thanks, dude. You want to have an intro? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like we're good. We're just going to keep rolling. Yes, yes. No, but the the Summa, it is a... When I was in the Deco Information Program, 
we just had extracts as a extracts of the suma and uh, it's is is uh, the way it's structured you know you have the initial argument and then all the counter arguments and then i respond so as you are reading it it's, it's funny how you start to uh, think more about what would be any refutal about other things around your faith right just because you have been reading in that format for so much the, f the next time you talk about any topic with somebody you'll think like oh what's the first counter you know and david loves to do that he mm -hmm. would think of what's the first thing i can argue against this mm -hmm. and he does it so i'm really excited for dan to uh, grow in his in his faith N not only from what he learns in the summa but just that mentality of thinking how will i defend this that i just learned yeah so that'll be sweet that'll be pumped uh okay so we've given away everything uh, that we were planning on giving away. I didn't have any other um, items of action, action items to to go through this evening. But you know, one, you don't get a chance to like be in front of the camera and have a microphone. Well, you normally have a microphone with you, but you're not normally in front of the camera. So I will like, uh, you know, here's the deal. I'm used to Dave as a co-host indeed so i'm used to like passing the baton and seeing where this goes like this is not at like uncomfortable for me this isn't something that's abnormal for me indeed or irregular uh so if you maybe you don't want to but if you have anything that you want to uh say or discuss i'm open to that well i will start by giving a a 72-minute lecture. Please be quiet, and we will begin. On temperance. I took notes from when Father Aquinas Gilbo was here, and I know everything about temperance that there is to know. But you should see that episode. It's one of my favorite episodes. No, I, I think it's a good time to uh, talk about the campout that's coming up. Okay. Uh, in Clear Creek Monastery. My grill is getting a sweet updo. Upgrade. upgrade upgrade yeah an upgrade so that i can cook more food and i'm very excited for that or our buddy gordon mm -hmm. who Perfect. is a supporter of the show is is doing so so the cooking is just going to get even better we think it wasn't possible it yeah but you, you but, really it, do. but it will be and then we haven't opened up the registration yet so those who are listening right now if you go to the catholicmanshow.com like about the show somewhere one of the tabs has a, ca a camp out you can go you can watch uh, last year's video and everything that we do nothing has been opened yet the spots have not been filled because i'm not opening it until probably next month because the thing is is if i open it now everybody would sign up and then you wouldn't be serious about it and you would cancel because you wouldn't plan correctly yeah. and so we so that's what but we're doing we, but we do have a date is the last weekend of september Yes. So if you want to put in your schedule, pencil it in, ask for the vacation time, uh, you should do so. Mm -hmm. And then camping, we're going to have the diocesan camp out here at Roberts Cave State Park. So I'm really excited to connect a lot with nature this summer mm -hmm. and to have a chance to enjoy the silence. I, I just finished reading um, The Power of Silence by um, Cardinal Sarah Sarah, and he talks about silence 
the common definition would be the absence of of noise mm-hmm. right but how much about silence is just really the disposition that we have with our environment and in our relationship to go- to god for that inner dialogue so like three days ago it was it was raining and i was trying to sleep and i could hear all the rain outside and all the crickets and all the frogs and i just felt like i felt like like i was in silence even though there was plenty of things going on around me so i look forward to that opportunity in the campouts and just connecting yeah. sweet me too i mean the campouts one of my highlights every year yeah it's one of my like favorite things that we do i think it it speaks to the success that the show has had in as much as when we love doing something like this episode or conversation camp out you know we we do it with seal and everybody just happens to come along mm-hmm. right like if somebody yeah. would ask us like hey guys why don't you make put together a conference conference sounds stressful sounds like we wouldn't be sounds very terrible. much fun <laughs> it sounds terrible so it's like a catholic mission conference i don't think it's going to be happening very soon no because we wouldn't be enjoying it and it would be a little bit miserable but when we talk about a camp out, when we talk about really enjoying that br- type of brotherhood, we're all over it. And you're just invited for the ride. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to actually Deacon Garlic about this today uh, in my office. I was talking to him about the camp out. And I said, you would just be shocked if it'll be your first time to go. You'll be, which he's coming. Oh, really? Yeah, he's going to come. Awesome. Uh, you're just going to be shocked because there'll be men from all over the country that are, that's coming. I think we had like 12 or 13 states represented last year. Yeah. Probably about the same, maybe more next, you know, this year. But they're all like, they all get here and you almost instantly all become friends. Like, because the foundation is already there. You're already, the foundation is in Christ. The foundation is in our, our, our religion, our beliefs. And so you, you automatically like see people for, you know, the first time in a year or two years or three years. And it's like a big hug. Thank you. It's great to see you. You know, then you get new people in here. It's just like the camaraderie and the friendships that are that are uh, built, the food that, you know, around the, food, you know, the dinner table, the proverbial dinner table, because yeah. we don't have one, but being around with the monks, praying. It is just a spirit-filled weekend that is uh, one that's hard. Like, I don't think we, it's replicated anywhere else. I mean, it's... um. It's incredible to get past so many layers of right. of like social uh, constructions that we've had. Mm-hmm. What, right when you are getting to know somebody and you're going to like small talk and doing this. And really after the third or fourth time you've hung out, you can actually start sharing mm-hmm. a little bit of yourself. You're in this position where you've longed for camaraderie around Christ and sharing struggles and getting advice. And you can just cut the chase and go straight to it. Mm-hmm. Is 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 beautiful. You know, we have so many people uh, that will comment in the show. Um, oh, why why do you not get right into topic? Why do you just mm-hmm. get right? But we have a, another huge majority that says they love the first segment and they love the bantering because it's part of. It's kind of like a foreseen of what a true friendship is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of the glimpse that you can get in these types of opportunities where you have no walls up and you're just there to have a good time and, and enjoy and you call, call your shots. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, it's a... It's a lot of fun. It's, it's kind of like a... A ministry, really, just that that weekend alone is a is a ministry in as much as it provides you to. It's rejuvenating for me, for sure. Yeah, and it provides a connection to the real, to monks, to silent meals with them, to Gregorian chant. Mm -hmm. You know, some people go to Rome and Jerusalem for these amazing experiences, which I'm sure they're really amazing. But this is very unique, and mm -hmm. like you say, it's very hard to replicate. Juan, how long have you been our producer? producer do you remember i mean you've always been like a supporter of our show you've always helped us uh in some capacity yeah. but uh at some point we said you said you, you came to us and was like hey i want to help what can i do and at that point in time we were getting into the video and we were, we were like well we could really use a producer i think i want to say a little over two years maybe almost three two or three years mm -hmm. and you've been you know very loyal you've been a very good friend helping us every basically every week i you've maybe missed out of the two or three years you may have missed what four week it four Probably. four episodes four or five Maybe episodes. more but yeah i mean not very, not very many. many not very many um so you know obviously i want to thank you for that we thank you we, we try to thank you every episode or pretty yeah, close to it i like but, it when you thank me so I keep doing it yeah so keep doing that so we'll do that but i'm, I'm curious uh what is been one of your most edifying episodes that we've done like what are some of the like ones that really stick out to you because you've been listening mm -hmm. for a while there's uh, three that i always recommend people uh, the first one is about uh, being a king oh the kingship the episode kingship that was episode. early i think that was like episode 88 or something like that i mean it was so good it was under 100 episodes so the i remember clearly the main gear there was the chessboard okay that makes we're, sense we're talking about yeah. kingship and it's so weird like i forget a lot of the episodes and then when you start reminding me it's like oh, oh yeah very clear that yeah. sounds like what we would done we would have done yeah and the the one thing that i was so blown away by is I, I was always disappointed with uh, King King David, right? It's like you had it all in a lustful moment, and then things went so south. And it was hard for me uh, to understand that. It's like you have it all going. And whenever uh, you guys talked about, well, he was the he was doing it in the summer, and in the summer he should have been in battle. Mm -hmm. instead he was you know he wasn't fulfilling his he duties. wasn't fulfilling his duty and when he's not fulfilling his duties is where the the temptations came in yes yes and a uh, some sometimes it's hard for me to understand like oh well if somebody has it all going for them there's just this one thing they do wrong and then it all spirals out of control but no is the is a slippery slope that takes you there it's, it's like you're not gonna get to you know have sex with a woman and kill her husband by a one mistake. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to have a lot of small, smaller things that you let yourself carry. And then I'm thinking, I was like, wow, if 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 he wasn't in battle at at the time, what else was he like? So it it brought David into a more human perspective to mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. and well, of course it makes him more relatable. Because then you think about all the times that I should have been doing something and I didn't, mm -hmm. and the consequences I brought on later on. Mm -hmm. So 
it you know in a in a way that episode really helped me connect with the with the the character of of King David. Were you a producer at that point? I don't think you were. No, were you? no, I don't think so either. Okay, no, because I don't even think we were uh, doing it in video at that point. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Okay, so what's another one? Well, like I was talking earlier, the one on temperance with Father Aquinas Galbo. Uh-huh. Oh, I mean, Father Aquinas is just legit. Yeah, he's a great follow on Twitter. As well, you don't know anything about Twitter, but yeah, I don't have Twitter or right. Instagram or right. Facebook. I miss. Quick shout out to all the Council of Men in Facebook. I used to enjoy chatting and stuff, but I'm too weak, so I don't have any social media. And then, last but not least, the episode we did with Dr. Malosh on the incarnation of Christ. The Reading Christmas address. The Pax Romana, the Greek. Uh, philosophy, anthropology, and then the Jewish worship, and how all of those come come together. That was just also. It's a it's a topic that was special to me, and that we, I've been studying. So when I heard the show on it, it felt like a fulfillment. So those are the the three things that I that I would advocate uh, for somebody that either is just starting to listen and wants to go back, or wants to revisit. They should do that. Very good. One, they want to know. There, let's see, who was it? Noah. Noah Coley wants to know. He, can we hear one story of how he came to be a part of the show and one's backstory? Oh my backstory! Oh my god! Oh. Well, I, that I means think, oh my cat. By the way, correct? In yeah. Spanish. Yeah, I tried to say, not say oh my god, and I switched the G with gato. I picked it up from a friend. I thought it was silly, and then I realized it's like, oh, it's actually pretty cool. But um, I mean, yeah, I feel like I've been somehow connected to the show from the beginning. Because you were even like one of our first supporters of our show, uh, and, and I did the shipping. So when all I started the doing this, when I started doing the shipping, that's when it got it got serious, because that's when you save. Oh, is there anything you need to help? Sometimes you're like secretly hoping they say. No, and you are just look good because you offered right to help but then you guys actually took me up on it right and my front room was covered with boxes and tapes and right more boxes for a long time so that was our own uh, our own way of offering us some service and some some work to the main show and to the lord and then it's, it's slowly with the the producer Sometimes for the topics, if you guys need some ideas or research, I, I, I enjoy doing it. And then my, I think the most important thing that I, my role, maybe more than the producer role is I'm not afraid to give feedback. I'm not afraid right. to call you guys out and stuff. So That's actually uh, one of my favorite characteristics about like our friendship is that you are just very honest with me and, and with the, I mean, with both of us, but and I can be very honest with you, and you know, there's times that you and I have—I wouldn't say like gone fisticuffs on, on our arguments, but we've—we've we've, we've looked at each other, we've called very each intensely. other, we called each other out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, to a point where I would not call if I didn't have an intimate friendship with somebody that I knew that they—they they knew I'm at least coming from a place of I care about you, and this is why I'm talking to you about yeah. this. Uh, I would never go there. Yeah. But you and I, especially, I mean, I'm sure you and Dave have as well, but you and I have definitely had some, some moments of like, hey, bro, 
intensity. Uh, you need he's, to, he's awesome. You need to shape up here, or like I don't agree with you on X, Y, or Z, or whatever it is, or that episode wasn't very good. You know why? Because Adam, you didn't do a good job. You know, like <laughs> you, or you, whatever it was. It, it, but yeah. I appreciate that. That's that is a a mark of a true friend. Because I know you're coming from a place of love. You're not coming from a place of like I'm just wanting to slam you. I'm not giving you hot takes. Yeah. I just want I want you to you know. Uh, be your best, and so I'm calling you out on this. Yeah. Um, with discourse and disagreement, sometimes you hear so much about tolerance, and and to me, when I hear tolerance, the first thing I think of is like, oh, I can tolerate pain, right? But when you're having a conversation with somebody and an argument, it's like I'm I'm not tolerating it. I'm either leaving it and listening to you and then going back and process it. You know, it's not something that I'm like enduring in agony. I'm just meditating and, and thinking that why is he saying that I'm not seeing? Mm -hmm. And it's just it's awesome to have that kind of of relationship. Yeah. Well, and you're also very, very good at taking criticism. Hmm. You know, a lot of people, including myself, I'm one of those where you, you if you give me criticism, uh, you better have your ducks in a row because I'm going to come back at you. You know, I'm, I'm at least mm. going to, you know, like challenge your for a penny out for a pound. Yeah, I'm at least going to challenge you on it. You know, I'm not going to just take it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you are, are and I think there's some prudence involved in here. I think, you know, there's uh, some wisdom in in knowing that they're coming from a different place than where you are and so you're stepping back from the situation internally and s trying to see it from a different perspective which is very admiring it's not it's not something that i'm good at well i i i think i do a very good job at not taking things personally right and that is because when, when i was a kid i had a terrible stutter in spanish terrible terrible stutter and just the kids made fun of me all the time and of course, at first, you know, you're a kid and you're crying, this and that. But with time, you just get to relate. It's like, okay, you know, what? it's whatever. It is what it is. I'm not going to take it personally because they don't know what they're doing. And, and that's kind of like when my mom instilling in me is like, if they're laughing at you, just don't worry about it. They don't know what you're doing. Kids, teachers. I think my the funniest uh, stutter story was uh, in history class in like seventh grade. We had... Oral quizzes. Oh, I'd be, yeah. And um, was, up there. Wait, seventh grade. So were you? You're still in Colombia. Venezuela. Venezuela. Yeah. So I'm I'm there and answering my quiz and I start. Pa, 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 pa. I get I get stuck, and the teacher dives under his desk and said, "It's a shootout. Everybody take cover!" And all the students get under the desks. The teacher jumps under his desk, and then everybody starts laughing at me. And I just laugh with it because you know what? It's pretty clever. Mm -hmm. But also, I just don't take things personally. Yeah. So that's a little of a background story. They wanted a background story. There is the flashback, Mr. Mr. Noah. Uh, Matthew said he's glad to have some episodes as he binges on the Catholic Man Show. There is a... We are trying our best to get a partial indulgence for anybody who listens to more than six episodes of the Catholic Man Show. I don't think it's going to work. I wonder if we should at least ask. We should at least like draft a document. And say like. And send it to the Vatican. You know what? Why not? <laughs> if you listen to four no, of those in a row. You know why not? Because this is, and this is me. I, 
before working for the church, I would have been all in. <laughs> working for the church now, I'd be like, you know, these people have plenty on their plate. They don't need some BS thing to look at. Um, uh, so, but I, you know what? We're gonna make the small announcement because it's related to what he was saying, and it's gonna be part of accountability. We are we're working. I am I am working on starting to get the episodes and break them down by segments to where you have like a five minute, you know, three, five minute segments from this one long video. So hopefully in a couple of months, we'll start putting them out and uh, it will give you glimpses into a full episode. So that way, if you see an episode in the YouTube channel, that's an hour long and you don't know if you want if you're committed because mm -hmm. committing is committing an hour is a lot of time you can look at some clips enjoy it take something out of it and then move on so yeah matthew hopefully you can binge on some smaller videos that way you have more time to do actual productive stuff you're saying that listening to the show is not productive no <laughs> i wouldn't call it productive per se I say maybe enriching, but productive. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I'm not gonna push back on that. <laughs> I'm just gonna swallow that, and just move on. Uh, yes. You're about. Your wife is pregnant. Indeed, we are expecting our fourth uh, son or daughter. We don't. We don't find out. We like surprises in the end. So it's gonna come. Or in the beginning. Or in the beginning. Sorry, what? The end of the pregnancy or the beginning of... of okay, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. That's a good point. So, we, we I have three boys. And... Uh, Go ahead and give them a shout out so someday they will listen and... and well, I'm going to have... I'm going to bring John Paul II. Who's my godson. It was Adam's godson. He's going to turn three in a, in a couple of weeks. And for his birthday, when he asked what he wanted, he said he wanted to come on the show. That's all he wants. He wants to come on the show and do a cheers. So we're going to give him a little clean current class and put some apple juice or something. They've I've recorded several episodes of them doing the show in the living room. Yeah, they're hilarious. Showed you or showed you, but it's yeah. like... So yeah. John Paul II. Uh, Santiago David is my oldest. He's going to start first grade in Holy Family Cathedral, mm -hmm. which I'm very excited about. And... Uh, Ignacio Colby, it's uh, gonna turn two in December. So that's the that's the background. My wife and I have been married for nine years this year. Um, so we're already looking forward to number numero diez. So, uh, and uh, we will probably try to go to Colombia next year uh, to visit my parents. And while we're there, have a little escapade somewhere else to celebrate our 10-year anniversary. So I'm very excited for that. Nice. Sweet. Well, Juan, you are always a, a, a gift to my, my family. Um, you're the best that I know in hospitality. Mm, yes, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. That is one of your like gifts. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about well i share i share my uh, i would like to thank my father for installing me the hospitality 
uh, when we were growing up, he worked a lot. He worked so much. And uh, the weekends, he has a lot of people over and a lot of cookouts and grills and everything. So he taught me how to, how to grill. That's one of the few things that we actually got to do together. So I feel like he installed me that the value of, of being the one that establishes, you know, celebrations and I try to carry it along. We, we have parties for Saint, you know, feast days and uh, it's, it's lovely to just look around in a, in a house and uh, those moments where you see around and everybody's having a good time and you're just there looking, soaking it in, having a drink, right? Or going back and forth between the grill and just looking there and everybody having a, a good time. It's a, it's such a key aspect of community building that a, my wife and I like to be intentional in hospitality and we invite people to, to ponder if something that they're called to do, because something you have to be very intentional about, No doubt. you know, so thank you. Thank you for my bride for a uh, putting up with all the people that I like to host a, <laughs> uh, we, I was doing a, how you call it? A personality test. Like a introvert, extrovert. Yes, yes, yes. Remember, I've taken, like I've taken these, like six months ago. Yes. And Joan took us. Like she's an introvert. I didn't. It somehow it didn't face me. You know, in nine years of marriage, to know that she was an introvert and that, like, being around people exhausts her. And I was having, I was hosting. You know, we had in the calendar. I was like, we're gonna have one couple a week coming, and in the weekends we're gonna have parties. And just like, then yeah. I realized it's like, oh, that sounds exhaustive for somebody that doesn't. Really She's an <laughs> introvert, Juan. <laughs> like, and it, you've been dating or you've been married <laughs> for eight years. And you, think I would know. you would think you would know she is an introvert. Well, she, well, she really is a saint for putting up with all this crazy hot mess of Venezuelan love. So thank the you. Thank you, Joan. Here, cheers to, cheers to you, my lover. What a go, Juan. We have another uh, friend of ours, mutual friend of ours, who remains anonymous on Facebook, but he asks, Juan, when God willing you become a saint, what would you want to be the patron of? Oh, wow. Whew, you got me chills, man. I don't know. Uh, well, grilling, <laughs> grilling has been taken by St. Lawrence. Right. So that is out. Hospitality is kind of like St. Benedict's thing. But not that you can't yeah, have more. I mean, yeah. there's multiple like. You know what? Yeah, let's go with hospitality. I would love to have that be a like a family. That, that is one of our family values. So we, my, Joan and I have been talking about what are our family values? And there's. You, you there's you can have two or three right you there is many things that you wish you could have but at, at the same at the end of the game it has to come something that comes natural to to you so uh, hospitality and uh, e uh, that uh, do you remember mike when mike hernan came yeah. he talked about like i have a way of like having a complete stranger and making him feel welcome and awkward at the same time yes you know i i just enjoy so much having that first discovery with somebody one-on-one and you find it was such a good description like sometimes like people don't know how to handle you 
because I think you are because you are so like just out. You just put yourself out there, mm-hmm. and you're all in, 100%. Yes. And people are like, I'm not sure how to handle this. <laughs> uh, it's a little abrasive. It's a little much. But usually they say thank you, and the next right. day they will be like, you know what? I had a, we re- had a great time. Once they realize that you are authentic and this is just how you are, mm-hmm. they realize. Yeah. This is awesome. I, I like it. Yes. I like it. What's so. your favorite Venezuelan custom or cultural tradition? Please say yellow underwear. <laughs> they didn't say the yellow underwear part. That no. was me. Yes, yes. Venezuelan what? Re- repeat again. What's your favorite Venezuelan custom or cultural tradition? Cultural tradition. He also said, love Venezuela, pura vida. Pura vida. Oof. You know, I... Out of... Pura? Is it pura vida? Pura. Pura vida. Pura. Pura. Pure life. Pure. It's like only life, you would say. Only life. Is, is when you're enjoying. Pura. It's something pura. you would say like in a beach. Pura, pura vida. Oh, and you should also be the patron state of classy mustaches. Oh. That would have been way better. Yeah, I'm so glad. Uh, we have way better. I'm so glad I can embrace it. So many people tell me, you know, I like your mustache, but I just don't think I can pull it. And I said, I'll just give it a try. Just give it a try and see what just, happens. I'm just going to give it a try. Yeah. So now it's here to stay. And uh, But to answer the question, Venezuelan tradition. Mm. You know, I'm not going to talk about like Venezuelan food. Uh, there is a... Yes, there is a, a custom to toast with your left hand. Mm-hmm. And you toast with your left hand means that the toast would, in the future, repeat itself. So you would say toast with the left hand so that it repeats sometime in the future. So it's kind of like a, a hope of that longing of, a, of that friendship that, you know, there is many friends that I haven't seen in, in years. But you know what? The last time we toasted was with the left hand. And uh, we hope that at some time we'll be reunited. Maybe in this life or in the next. That sounds pagan. Why? Because it just sounds very pagan. Maybe, so. were you thinking like superstitious? Yes. Hmm. Also pagan. I don't know. I think if you will always be united at <laughs> some just... time, it's valid. I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah. I'm not having it. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> not going to have that. Uh, so, yeah, that would be it. Toast with your left hand so that, that it will repeat itself. That's something in the that you taught me uh, when, like, one of the first times. Oh, and you have to look, in the, and you, you have you, to look you into look your in, eyes. You look into the eyes. Look into the eyes and, and you, toast. And you toast. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was something you taught me when we first met. Yeah. And I've done that ever since. Like, just, I realized, like, okay, well, that's, I, I don't have, but the thought, the thing was, I didn't have a, a tradition on how to toast mm-hmm. at that point. And I realized, well, this is one that, uh, that I have not had, you know, this is a, a guideline. So I'm, I'm going to take it up. And this is what I've done. So the, the second thing that I enjoy about thinking, thinking of things that I, are you, are you not going to tell them about the yellow underwear? underwear? I mean, cause like, that's, that's going to be, it's a weird comment. That's going to be the cliffhanger. I, it's going to be a cliffhanger. That's, if, I, if, if you don't tell them about it, it's going to be a weird comment that I made. I'm just, I'm not going to say it right now so that they have to wait until the end of the video to hear about the yellow underwear and the red underwear too. How long have we been going? No sé. I don't know. But the thing about Venezuelans is that in the culture, 
even when you're getting to know somebody, you don't have small talk. Uh, which is why I'm so 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 direct. It's like it drives me crazy when people talk about the weather for so long. Mm-hmm. Do you know how shallow it is to talk about the weather? It's like this: you're seeing somebody, you don't know what to say, and you look around, and you're like, "Yeah, sure, it's sunny out in here, man." Or sure, it was like it rained a lot yesterday. You know, or it's like it's gonna rain in three days this weekend. There's gonna be a lot of rain. You know, it's in Venezuela, you think about you don't think about the weather. Here you have like weather channels, and people have forecasts and they check them all the time. So I would say, living the moment that's one of the traditions from Venezuela. Just when you're gonna talk with somebody, connect, talk about something that matters. And now we're gonna go to the yellow underwear. So it's a New Year's uh, tradition that whenever the midnight comes. If you want your next year to be successful uh, in love, like let's say you're looking for a wife or a girlfriend, you have to wear red underwear. By the time that bell hits, the cannon goes off red underwear. If you want to have a successful financial year next year, yellow underwear. Mm. Now, in the past, in this last few years, there's been a bunch of new colors come up. And I flat out reject them. I think they are made up. I think that we have to stick to tradition. As if the other ones are not made up. I don't know. Are they made up? I know nothing about it. So other than what you've told me. Well, if I think if you are being so intentional about the one thing you wish for next year to go better, there will be a chance that you would, it will work for you. Okay. It's kind of like the secret, the power of the secret. You know, you just draw the universe. <laughs> yeah. The universe draws. And yes. I think Joseph Pieper talks about that no. universe. No, he does in not. In his treaty on cosmo- cosmology. He does not. He does not? He does not. I must have been read. I must have misread the title there. Yeah. It's a Spanish English. It, it got lost in translation. Yes. Translation. Yeah. 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 I, I blame it on the, on the language barrier. Yeah. Is what I do. Okay, Juan, uh, we've, I don't know how long we've been going, but... Well, I, I can't leave without also thanking you and Dave for having the uh, dedication to keeping the show going. You know, as you can see, and um, the audience can see, so much of having a successful podcast or a successful you know, presence is just be there and be constant. Mm-hmm. Show up. Mm-hmm. You know, out of 300, we're going to be... We're going to hit 300 in a couple of months. Really? Yeah. So out of those 300, it's foolish to think that every episode is going to be a killer. Right? We know we know that there'll be some greats, we'll give you some average, there'll be some below average. But the fact that you and David are committed to keep putting out the material and doing your best to prep and just having the vulnerability to share and do it even when you are not... Uh, at your A game, it says a lot about your commitment to to this n- Catholic revival of masculinity. So I want to thank you and David. So cheers to you. Cheers, my friend. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. And cheers to Jesus. Say it in, say it in Spanish. Salud por Jesús. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know how that translates very well. We'll end there.
Yeah, let's. We should have ended before that. But I would say cheers to Jesus. I would say Ubensium Yesu. <laughs>